Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we're bringing you Witch Rising again. This was with Lori Barbaros Blackman. And let me go ahead and let me offer a little bit of background. Uh, I've known Lori for years. Really got to know her as a 25, you know, 2015 Parliament of World's Religions, where she was a was the rookie of the year. She works really, really super hard. She learned a lot about it. And she's been involved ever since at the, some of the deepest levels of being a volunteer and leading uh, groups to the Parliament of World's Religions. And and as a strong person, she's currently the the first elder of the Corellian Nativist Church. And uh, let's go on with one other thing she is. She is a person that has, has learned how to survive in a man's world she, long before she was a priestess. And all of these other things that she's learned to deal with uh, it made her the personality she is of go-getter and, and, and absolutely starting things. She is, a, a, as like all the other women, have faced issues um, having to deal with income and learning and living. But let us introduce my fabulous friend, Lori Blackman. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here with you. And we've been hearing from women and everything else. And I, the first thing I ever learned about you was that you were a contractor. You worked in yeah. an office. Uh, we talked about. Sharp. I worked in the field, actually. Okay, and what is um, that? Which mean? was even harder. I started in the office, so I was a. Uh, I started out as a junior project manager on construction sites, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, I was so hated because I was a woman. I didn't belong there, even though I was smarter than most of the people doing the work. <laughs> I physically myself wasn't doing the work. Hmm. But I was organizing it, managing it, directing it. And they hated it for years. It's a struggle. It's a a true struggle to work in a man's, you know, it it is a man's, was a man's world back then. Because you're talking 30 years ago, 25, 30 years ago. Um. Salary, no comparison, right. no comparison whatsoever. I started at the bottom of the barrel. Um, it was my mom's best friend's company. So he was like an uncle, but it didn't give me any special privileges except for, hey, you really like this. You can do it. Go ahead. See if, see if you could handle it. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of dealing with being called names and, you have to build a thick skin when you know you're going to work with 60 men on a construction site mm-hmm. because they're not going to change their life because a woman walked on the job. So while it was disgusting to hear some of the things coming out of their mouths, I had to deal with it. If I wanted to succeed in this, I had to build up a tolerance and a thick enough skin to get just as down and dirty as them. And you had a mouth on you by the time it was done. Oh, I had, yeah. <laughs> and that was, that was I, it? I sure did. 
so in order for you to survive in that world, you had to adapt male traits. Correct. And yes. that sort of thing is you had to remind them, yeah, maybe something, but I'm you had to get learn to be more aggressive. And I think that's right. part of it because we were mentioning some of the problems that you don't have. You see it. I mean, as first elder, as right. first elder, you see women who are struggling. Yes. And you mentioned I, that you, you don't really have that as much in your life. Can you, I, I think those two sure. things are coming there. Can you explain that a little bit? Yes. So if I go back 30 years ago, I had that in my life. Mm-hmm. Once I learned how to deal with it and how to combat it and think like the man, mm-hmm. I don't, I never really had it after that. I continued to go on to jobs that were male predominant jobs, uh, mm-hmm. pump and tank, you know, like how many women are in the oil business, working on gas stations and stuff. So I didn't have, and there was resistance, but I, I wasn't degraded to the point where I see many women today still being or treated how I was 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. You would figure 30 years later, there would have been much more progress than there actually is today. And I do see it. Although I personally, myself, I'm not dealing with it. It is there. And now leading uh, a part of the tradition and things that you do, um, can you do a little bit? I want to talk a little bit about your experiences at the parliament. Mm-hmm. Because I think it was a very there was a very distinction about how women were treated and not how you were treated, but how the behavior towards women. They were talking about it from more. You were there as uh, the press secretary for the Crown Tradition, uh, a tradition which you worked so hard with. We got them on the top stage. Yeah. We were involved with all the rituals. You were part of that. You were our ambassador to the parliament. And I think in part, you were able to work. There were a lot of other women involved. You were working on the other side with women. There was a mutual respect of each other in the workings of the parliament. Right. And getting classes and everything. But when I was on the floor, there was a lot of, I felt, aggression against women and getting those sort of rights. So going from 2015 till this last parliament in Chicago, 2023, I think the most resistance, and I was shocked, was in Utah mm-hmm. with, I guess I'm going to say the Christian men, mm-hmm. um, Hindu and Indian men, mm-hmm. um, even though they're there for the religious purpose of everybody getting together, mm-hmm. that doesn't separate out male female aspect of their cultural differences of how they treat their woman because i i think that was a big backlash to the 2015 which was basically led by phyllis crott in a lot of ways which was which is a wiccan uh a a terrific member of our community that we're so proud of i felt that one was very earth-oriented it was very women affirming and i felt yota was like well let's put them back in their place right and and that's what it felt like toward the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the speeches were beautiful. You know, Phil, of course, Phyllis always, you know, I named her my Wiccan Wonder Woman after that parliament. So she's my WWW. <laughs> right. Um, but just because we were there and mm-hmm. we were on stage, it doesn't mean it changed how people think, treat people, and how they feel. Gotcha. They're listening to it. Mm-hmm. They're applauding her on stage. 
-hmm. But two seconds later, we're still walking five steps behind them. I've never walked five steps behind anybody. Not after 30 years ago. So that wasn't sitting well with me. And so that's never going to sit well with me. So in, in interfaith, that's something that you're dealing with because you've expanded. You know, we've talked about it within the tradition, but you you're quite the ambassador and 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 worker of interfaith. You're an interfaith person, uh, independent. I think a part of and independent of the tradition. You do this because you want to. You want to be involved with that type of work. Am I um, am I correct yep. in this estimate? You that? are correct. Can you talk yes. about the interfaith you work because like Phyllis Karat, like uh. You know, Starhawk out, out in the West, there's a lot uh, in others, but especially like Phyllis Grodd. I was trying to think of other people. Like Twyla York is like one of these great people who have come out. I mean, she's, she's fantastic. She came uh, far. Yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, you guys were like, you know, you've been there. I think that all of you became really kind of on the women's side, the interfaith side. Can you talk to me about that? I mean, that aspect, not just for what we would say, which rising, but uh, on that other side of that fence. So if we're referring back to parliament in you know in general especially yeah. um all the women together i think that we really didn't have much with the men if you mm. think about the parliament it was always the women doing women things and and we're we're protesting and we're speaking up but it's the woman for women um one thing that I was missing out of this parliament with the women's village was there were supposed to be a lot of workshops for men and women to c get together and talk and discuss that. And I didn't, it wasn't there for me. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think that they presented it enough or more people should have joined in. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there mm -hmm. wasn't enough participation to really get any commonality out of it gotcha and, and and there it is and so i think one of the other pieces of work is you've got a lot of interviews we got tons of interviews but you're always trying to get have women young ladies and men too but just trying to come out and talk you're always working on uh on that aspect can you talk about the need for everyone especially women this year um uh to speak out, to be part of it. And how would they just go ahead and be there? Because you're a citizen, genuinely, you're what they call a citizen journalist. You got to get out of your shell. If you're afraid to speak up for yourself, you're doing yourself no justice. Mm -hmm. um, that That's a mean issue for me when I hear people like in chat rooms or something, let's say, mm -hmm. oh, I wish I could do this. I wish I can do that. You most certainly can. You most certainly can. You just have to believe that you can. If you're a magical being and you think that you can do, you know you can do all these other things, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to put that thought in your head that you can do this. And it may not be perfect the first time, but you keep doing it. You have to get out there. You have to make sure that you're taking the effort to speak up because if, if nobody speaks up, nothing's going to change. We're going to go into 2320 and it's going to still be the same issues. Women are still going to be making mm -hmm. 20 to $40,000 less than the man. We're still going to be walking behind them. Other countries, women are still going to be treated like dogs and slaves unless you have the courage. And that's what it's about. It's, it's just 
having the confidence in yourself and the courage to get up and try it. It doesn't have to be a, a two-hour thing, a one-hour thing, a few minutes here and there. Speak up, speak out. Pick one project mm -hmm. that you're passionate about in women's needs and go with that. You can't mm -hmm. do everything at once. So pick one thing and go forward. Absolutely. I can, under I can understand that. So um, let me go ahead and let's go ahead into our last subject. I think that I think is important. And that is, uh, I want to talk to you about your life as a religious woman. You are a religious leader, probably in the global 100 top Wiccan leaders in the world. Uh, I know people are surprised, but you're, you know, you are on a global level. You work on a global level every day. And one of the things I think that you're you're dealing with, and and as people know, the Quillian tradition um, is had is, has passed hands as beyond you know, under Lord Don and Lady. Uh, and Lady Crystal, Lady they, Crystal. yeah, and uh, it has moved on. Even myself, because well, I need to yeah. do. We all know why I moved up. We talked about that, so the, <laughs> so the tradition doesn't get blamed. And, and this is the woman who would actually have to deal with all my statements that I'm going to make. Um, yes. <laughs> so in order to protect the five hundred one c three and to do all, to allow me to be far more <laughs> political, because Penguin right. World TV is not a religious organization. Correct. It is a media organization that just happens to be pagan. There's a difference, folks. Yes. You can't. I don't. I we don't take tax deductible donations. You're allowed to give them to us. No, you're not. We'll have to do that sort of thing. <laughs> but but in all honesty, you're in charge of a large five hundred one c three that has multiple churches involved, more than a hundred, multiple countries who who also have individuals in and in Britain and in South Africa and the Philippines and a few other spaces having both ad hoc churches or churches under your own thing mm -hmm. as well as that. And you have to deal. Uh, so. From the outside, you guys look like that. You guys have made a sort of a global look. I mean, it's it is pretty rainbowish um, for the Jesse Jackson terms. My daughter told me I shouldn't say things like that, but she said you sound so out of place. But I want to laugh so loud right now. Why not? <laughs> I can you hear can't... your daughter saying that. Don't say uh, that. <laughs> yeah. But there is this sort of you have a lot of diversity and you have a lot of authority. Um, and Wicca is traditionally a women's religion. Can you talk about that? Because we're not talking about a little thing. You're talking about 5,000 clergy, right. over 200 temples. Yeah. You're talking about 30, almost 300,000 members You're in your school. Yep. Mm -hmm. We are at 297.7. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> um, so I think for Wicca, especially, it's easier for uh, a woman because it's mm -hmm. feminine-based. It, it's goddess religion. So I think that we automatically have more women than men for that reason, or mm -hmm. men uh, years ago were afraid to admit that they worship a goddess mm -hmm. because then everything else maybe was wrong that they were doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, dealing with other religions as a woman, as a Wiccan woman mm -hmm. is sometimes rough. Uh you know, I hear a lot of great stories about people going to UU and having, being very welcoming. Those UUs have women. Mm -hmm. I'm not that lucky. Mm -hmm. Our UU doesn't have a woman. So I'm, I, I've not been welcomed into that circle mm -hmm. as much as the Christian woman or other dominations of Christian women. Um, 
that that's a little like you know a slap in the face but i i I respected that their decision you know that's something that we fight with every day that's Mm -hmm. what the parliament's for everybody being included Mm -hmm. and uh hopefully one day we will get there um Mm -hmm. i think for the most part especially if i i can say for our tradition even though it was goddess based it was run or led primarily by reverend don being a man so maybe people don't see it so much as a goddess base because a man was running it you know what i'm saying that's a fair question right because you you did Um... um but it, it's still, it's a goddess-based religion. It, it's mm-hmm. feminine in spirituality, and it, it's a task. I bet it is, and that is something it is. So any last thoughts? Anything else you want to share with our audience? I mean, I do think the thicker skin you built in early part of it did help you with the male side of that. Mm-hmm. So if my uncle didn't throw me literally to the wolves on a construction site, Mm-hmm. I probably would not be as bold, outspoken, overzealous, and I'll say it sometimes pompous as I am. There Confident beyond confidence. So it's hard for me to now. Now it's hard for me to say, well, I I, I don't feel comfortable or I'm not confident in doing something because I am. Mm-hmm. Um but it, it, it would be very different if younger I wasn't thrown into that to begin with. Um, my That side of the family was very big on if you can do the job, it doesn't matter if you're a man or woman, but get out there and do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want me to touch on something else, I know we're not talking about the word witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the other W word Please. is the witch. It's, you know, and um, for me, that was the one thing missing from Parliament was the representation of the witch. Which, and um, Byron Ballard Just, mentioned that before in other shows. Uh, yep. The, so, and that was my main thing for this Parliament. Uh, I thought it would be much more inclusive that, that we would be more welcome being that it was Chicago and there is a beautiful pagan pre- presence there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't there. It was so disappointing for that. It just wasn't there. And they you were, a, they're afraid to use the word witch. And you put a lot of you put a lot of seats, your butts and seats for this parliament. Yeah. We yes. were yeah, you, you you half the pagan congregation I mean, we what had over 70 it? tickets. Yeah, I mean, and if yeah. you looked at the number of uh, pagans, you were like from third to half, depending on how they wanted to do it. Right. I mean, you made the largest pagan uh, Wiccan group there as a group as serving. And you would think yeah. that would have earned something. And it did get us on the, on the main uh, main table. So that, that was amazing. We got on the main stage, you know, our first priest and our first priest retired and our art, one of our archpriests from... South, South Africa. Africa. Rain Packery. They were on the stage with Lady Rains and Packery. That's right. She would they were on stage with all the global leaders of the world that were there. And uh along with Phil Scrot. Yep. And so 
that was powerful. And 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 we also saw Laura Gonzalez get on there and give the first speech. Yes. Both as a witch, as a witch, as an indigenous person, but also as a witch. But but what did she go on as a witch or as an indigenous person? Because she ended up, a I, I really think I think in in small conversations she was a witch. She didn't shy away from it. But no, she was there as an indigenous person who happened right. to yeah, you know, right. that that happened to be a witch, I believe so. But still, she didn't hide it either. So, right. but you're right; it didn't, it did not come out of it. And and so do, so you, do you think that that maybe that's that sounds like a big issue? I mean, that's something that for for a certain amount of equality. So, Twilight York actually gave me an idea mm-hmm. or a suggestion to go forward with for the next parliament and that was to get more people mm-hmm. to understand what a witch actually is you know, and that is... doesn't mean a pagan or a wiccan or anybody other domination that falls under the pagan umbrella it's just a witch because anybody can be a witch you know you have every well, domination has a witch take a booth that says <laughs> this is witches it's not a bad <laughs> idea. There's a long, that's another interesting argument, and 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 coming up into the year, uh, I think mm-hmm. we, I think we're going to see a lot of different things happen this year. Uh, I think you're going to be at the center of them. You're going to be doing press. You're going to do everything else. People want to meet you. You can come out to the Corellian Legislation, May fifteenth to the seventeenth. I understand that you're going to have a big part in that. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it's going to be. If you yeah, really want to, cool. <laughs> let me go ahead and tell you, folks. If you don't go to go to that event, it's going to be spectacular. It's going to be such an unusually spectacular event, but we'll talk more about that in episodes yes. coming up. But awesome. uh, but we've I'm been talking to that. So we've been talking to the right Reverend Lori Blackman, and she continues yeah. on, uh, Corellian press secretary, interfaith uh, interfaith priestess of her own rights, and oh wait, she also does aromatherapy, folks. Check her out. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, Yes, you do. So check her out. Uh, Lori, how can they reach you? They can reach me at RevLori at Corellian.com. There you go. How simple. All right, folks. And Can't so get the- any simpler. No. <laughs> but just and- one last message to women out there. Oh, sure. Don't be afraid. Stand up for yourself a little bit more, even if it's just a little bit each day. If you do a little bit every day by the end of the week, that's seven little bits. And those mm-hmm. seven little bits add up to one larger bit mm-hmm. and you go on the next month you have four larger bits and f- another four larger bits and before you know it your voice is being heard and you're a, a fine example of that Thank as you, you continue <laughs> to grow your voice all right folks uh tomorrow night we'll be back with mary hawk which rising kind of the face of leadership she's going to be talking about the dominionists and other things we're facing and uh and then on Sunday, we're going to have, I hope, uh, the prediction show. So there you go, folks. Next couple of days. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, and Ed. For, and thank you for making me one of the, uh, making the Pagan World Radio by this show, one of the fastest growing shows out there. You can set us on Spotify, Apple, and continue to subscribe because, I don't know, it just makes you feel better. So love you guys all. Bye. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.